Shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being with us in this, in this episode of the coma. Like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with BQ and the guys. We have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fan. Some days off after DA? Yes. Get those guys up yeah, the, the players will have some time off. You know, obviously Christmas coming up uh, next Monday. So we've kind of got the schedule that way to. Uh, give them some time off, let them have some time with their families for Christmas, and then we'll be right back at it, you know, really probably on Tuesday. Will you travel back tomorrow night or Friday morning? We're going to come back tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I know you I think I think in a typical situation, if this was a, you know, potentially a Sunday night game um, and we were playing the next, the next week, I think, you know, there's a thought to, you know, staying overnight, getting a good night's sleep, and then traveling back the next day, but... Uh, with it being a Thursday night game, we have a few days off. I think myself and everybody else is more interested in kind of getting back here and uh, we'll have plenty of time to get a rest after that. And I- it's going to be interesting to see with the travel time, how the traveling time impacts uh, what the Saints are doing against the Rams. Like I said, the Rams beat the Commanders last week, and now the Saints have to travel there to take them on. That's another difficulty that they'll have to overcome. So it's very interesting to see just how they'll deal with that. I know you don't want a preemptive excuse or anything like that, but, I mean, does the distance, should the distance of travel be considered on, on Thursday nights? I mean, is there is there too far to travel on a short week? Look, I, I think it, that's, a, that's a decision that's way above my pay grade, yeah. you know, so – All right, so we having problems with that, but I think what what Dennis Allen is doing and with the, the play the games they tell us to play, and uh, we get ourselves ready the best we can and and uh, try to put the best product out on the field we can. You might have been asked about this, but I do like the fact that that was a good question about the traveling time because that's something that the Saints have to factor in because that ties to the team being kind of um, dealing with issues or lag or whatever and getting ready for the for the game. You would 
would think that that you would want them to kind of travel a little sooner to get out there to prepare for it. This is a very pivotal game for the Saints. You know, this if if they if they have an opportunity to seize destiny, beating the Rams. Rams are not a juggernaut. You know, they're not the same Rams team that we've seen in in years past. And it took them uh, and and really curious play calling from us and what they did in the NFC Championship game several years back and bad play calling, uh, 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 being conservative when the other team wasn't being conservative and then dumb, dis, uh, dumb and, and corrupt officiating by the referees is also a problem in that matchup. But we do have the ability to beat this Rams club. Now, they have some weapons, but we do have the ability to beat this damn team. Ain't no doubt about it, man. So let's finish up with Dennis Allen and then we'll get into the preview. Sean McVay obviously has had enormous success since he came in the league. You've all matched up with him a few times over the years. Have you seen an evolution of what they're doing offensively? Or? Well, look, I think the core principles are still there. Um, you know, there's probably a few things that, that maybe are a little bit different than um, – maybe when we played them back in 2018, but there's still a lot of like, you know, similarities. We played them last year. There's a lot of similarities, you know, in terms of what they're doing. So I think the core of what they are and who they are and how they play, uh, you know, really hadn't changed much. Uh, some of the pieces have changed. Go back to the running game, specifically Byron Williams. What's allowed him to go in recent weeks, second half of the season, I guess, from kind of a bit of an unknown guy to somebody who's become a Yeah, look, I mean – it's probably a better question inside their building to be able to answer. You know, I, I don't know what that reason is. I, I do know that um, that they're 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 running the ball exceptionally well right now. Um, I think he's a big part of it. Um, obviously, I think the scheme has something to do with it, and I think what they're doing up front and how well they're playing up front has something to do with it. So, uh, in terms of the specifics of what what's allowed him to do that, I, I can't answer that. You guys control your own destiny now. I mean, it's something you probably would have signed up for in certain. Yeah, look, you, you, you play this game to be in, in the, you know, have the opportunities that, that we have. And so I think we're fortunate to be in that position. But, you know, really the focus really is, you know, trying to go out to L.A. Uh, against a good football team, you know, uh, on a short week and, and, and try to try to get a win. How are you feeling about the progress of Kendra Miller? Um, I feel good. Um, you know, he was able to get some limited practice in this week. Um and, uh, you know, will be available to us on game day if we need him. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. All right, Dennis Allen. And this is the thing we also. The Saints wrapped up their final walkthrough. When- and so let's also talk about this, dealing with the uh, whole situation uh, with them. When he mentioned how good the Rams are there, they have some stuff, man. They have some people on this team that'll be quite problematic. Let's kind of move right into some of the statistics. Right here, Matthew Stafford on par for another terrific season. He got uh, another uh, several weeks of NFL action left to play. But right now, he's currently, you know, a couple of good games. He's going to penetrate for over 4,000 yards again. He's at 33-20, averaging 7.3 yards per throw, 21 touchdowns against nine interceptions, a rating of 90.9 in a game. So Matthew Stafford's on par. He has a running game, Kyron Williams a guy that has been played. He played in 10 games. He has 186 carries, and he's almost at 1,000 yards. He has 953 right now and averages over five yards a run. You got to watch out for – you know what Stafford's going to do. Stafford is the guy that piles up. He chunks up a lot of yards. 
So Carr is going to have to be very judicious, judicious, <laughs> which I ain't going to put that kind of pressure on him, but he really needs to step up and be uh, very disciplined with what he's doing on the field. Because Matthew Stafford is going to be doing that on the opposite side. So Kyron Williams is a guy that's really been handling the business. He has eight rushing touchdowns. Now he did put the ball on the ground a couple of times in the season, but Kyron Williams overall, uh, it's 50-something yards. He'll, he'll eclipse a 1,000 yards in this game against the Saints. He'll get a 50 or 47 yards or whatever he needs and rushing to hit a 1,000 for the season. But he is a guy that the Saints most most certainly have to white, w- kind of watch out for. He runs very strong, and he's a guy that has some speed, a degree of speed with him as well. They do use Royce Freeman at times. He's another a guy that has some power to his game. But really, Kyron Williams is a guy that not only runs well, but he also is a pretty decent guy in terms of uh, making catches uh, out of the backfield. Got 30 catches uh, for the team catching the ball as well. So that's two things. They got a passing attack with Matt Stafford throwing the ball, and Kyron Williams is their running back. Receiver-wise, you got Puka here. Puka's a guy that was – I don't think he was drafted. I think he was undrafted. I want to say the, the guy was undrafted, right? No, he was drafted fifth round. But this is a guy, man, that's really made a way – uh, on this Rams offense. He's just been there when Cooper Cup wasn't. He played in 14 games. The guy has 87 catches, so he gets the bulk of the uh, of, of the catches from Matthew Stafford. 87 catches off 135 targets. He has 1,163 pass uh, uh, catch yards, uh, receiving yards. He averages over 13 yards per catch, and he has four touchdowns on the season thus far. So this guy is a game breaker for you. He he does a lot of things very positively. He's a reliable option for Stafford. You got to watch out for him. Now, a more established weapon has returned as Cooper Cup is finally healthy, and he's played in 10 games. He has almost 50 catches, 658 yards, 13.4 on average, and he has four touchdowns as well in a matchup. So you have both Puka and Cooper. Puka and Cooper sound like an a 80s sitcom. Those guys are there. And then Tutu Atwell is back. Tutu Atwell is a speedster who has, you know, is a guy that has tremendous speed. He's a former second-round draft pick of the team uh, back in 21. And he's back. He averages over 13, almost 13 yards per catch. And he's there to operate. So it's going to be interesting when they have all three of these very talented people here. You see Cooper Cup right there doing this thing. He's fantastic. So Puka, Koopa, and Tutu, that sound like some, it sounds like a 90s sitcom that's doomed to fail, but they are very talented. And plus you throw in Tyler Higby, who's the, the big tight end who can block and catch as well. And you know, we have difficulties at times with big physical tight ends who can catch and block. Higby has 38 catches, 403 yards and a couple of touchdowns right there. But like I said, these are some of the guys that you're going to have to watch out for. And like I mentioned, Kyron Williams Kyron Williams is a guy that also can catch it as well. So you can see this is going to be a very interesting matchup because this defense, I mean, this offense that they're putting out here is a pretty interesting offense. They're going to be having their full bevy of their wide receiver. Stafford is going to be standing tall in the pocket and whether or not the Saints can do what they did. So which version of the Saints defense arrives to kind of put Matthew Stafford in this place in this offense? It won't be easy. But if the Saints can manufacture something even close to what they get, did against the Giants when they're sending blitzes in and making things happen, it can make a hell of a change. Now, listen, 
the Saints created pressure. If you watch the tape, we the Saints defensively set the tone for the game because they were creating pressure interiorly when guys was getting uh, and blitzes would come in, whether it was Demario Davis or pressure was coming from the inside interior of the off the defensive line into their offensive line and made quarterback uh, the Giants quarterback DeVito look very normal back there. He was he was never comfortable. They knocked him around. They blitzed him and they made life difficult. If they can reproduce that type of setting with Stafford, this could be a long night for Stafford and offense. But like I said, these people have a lot of good players. They can run it and they can throw it and they got the full bevy of guys. The three wide receivers are good. And plus their tight end is there. Man, it's going to be interesting for the Saints defense. They got a tall task here. On the defensive side of things, the total guy there is Ernest Jones, the linebacker, 125 tackles on the season, so he's letting it out. Jordan Fuller is the next guy up with 83 tackles for them. Now, if you look at who's the top sacker going on, there's a guy named Colby Turner. He's a defensive tackle, a starter for them. He's at five and a half. Michael Hoyt, which is a linebacker, four and a half, and three and a half for Jones, who we just talked about, that has 125 tackles. On a day, their top pick artist is Akello Witherspoon. Y'all know Akello Witherspoon all too well. Witherspoon is a very talented cornerback for him. Uh, he was dealing with, I think it was a groin issue, but he's cleared to play and make things pop for the team. So these are some of the faces of the playmakers that we're going to see against the Saints. Ernest Jones right there, you can see. And they always manage to have a few people. Now, this is not totally the juggernaut uh, team that we are accustomed to seeing, but still in all. These guys, they don't have a complete team. You know, you know, you know what I mean? They don't have a complete team there. But at the end of the day, man, I think that this team is a team that you just better watch out for, man. They got a lot of positive stuff going on with this squad here, man. So, you know, uh, been anyway. But everybody knows this guy right here, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Aaron Donald, five and a half sacks. I thought he wasn't. But Aaron has the, the sack. He has one, a half a sack more than Kobe. So, yeah, Donald has six sacks on the season with 23 solo tackle so I cannot forget the great Aaron Donald who who leads the defense and remember the Saints always historically and traditionally have done a pretty good job against Aaron Donald they've done a pretty decent job against Aaron Donald in former uh, uh seasons but this could be different this the, this the, the Saints offensive line has to really get it together man Andrews Pete James Hurst they're gonna have to really get it together man they're gonna have to really get it together yeah, they're going to have to really get it together, man, against Aaron Donald because these guys are coming. They're not going to play with you. They're going to do everything they can to get you to get you up out of here, man, the bottom line. So anyway, so anyway, let's look at let's move on and look at some of the the depth chart right here because we covered some of the rankings between the offenses and defenses of these teams early on. The potential is this. You see Matthew Stafford over 3000 yards, 21 touchdowns doing his thing. Kyron Williams, almost a thousand yards rushing, averages over five yards a carry for the team, and he catches it out the backfield. He got 30-something catches on the season. Cooper Cup, the most recognizable of the wide receivers there, and it's always a talent to tear you up. Uh, you kind of he gives me uh Adam Thielen type vibes. And then you talk about Puka, who's a guy that is the top receiver. He has really established himself as a guy that Matthew Stafford loves to throw to. So Cooper and Puka and the Tutu who's a guy that's blazing fast over four almost 14 yards per catch is he has these receivers. He has his top three receivers back and we'll see how they activate. Plus Tyler Higby is always a problem. 
Uh, you see Jackson, Avalia, Allen, and Dotson, and Havenstein, who's dealing with some issues for the offensive line. So they have some continuity offensively. This is not going to be an easy game, but they could win. We talked about Aaron Donald doing his thing, who has six sacks. Kobe Turner has five and a half for the nose tackle position. So this is not just the name. Aaron Donald is in there making plays. You see Jonah Williams is there. Then there's Young. There's Jones is the top uh, uh, the tackle leader. Rose Boom, Hoyt. And then, of course, you go into the secondary with Witherspoon. And then you got Durant and Fuller, who's the second team uh, in, 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 in uh, tackles on the team. So they have a lot of stuff going on. They're not a complete team, not meaning no disrespect, but they got people here or there that'll be helping out the team. So anyway, it's going to be fun watching this game, man, to be honest with you, because the one way or the other, the Saints got to make this happen, and then we're going to see exactly how they can do this, man. So anyway, let's go ahead on and move uh, to the next stage of this thing, man. We got to go into uh, – and look, just look at what the Saints – what they got showing up. We know about their lineup with Carr, Kamara, Olave's back. Rashid Shahid is there. Lynn Bowden's really played well. Jawan Johnson, Andrews, Pete Hurst, McCoy – Ruiz and Ramchek got a Ram is outlanding young plays. This could be a problem family. So, and then of course we have Sh- uh, Jordan Shepard, Saunders, Con- uh, uh, Granderson on the defense with Pete Warner, Demario Davis, a Debo playing really well. Alante Taylor, uh, um, our guy, Isaac Yidham, Jordan Howden and Tyron Matthew. Now let's get into philosophy and, and um, keys to victory for both color for, for actually for, the Saints and let the Rams figure it out on their own damn dime. But this is the thing. When you go into another people's building and they're, like I said, they've won four of the last five games. They're playing pretty good football. The quarterback's playing good. They got a good running back. They have three really solid wide receivers, two top ones. And the guy that just came back that compliments them very well. They got a defense led by Aaron Donald and several players there that play well from their position groups. They're not world beaters, but they're starting to flash at the right time. Both of these teams are seven and seven. They could be beating. Issue is what I see with the Saints and keys to victory for the Saints. Derek Carr versus Matt Stafford. He will have to step up and show out. Now, if you look at Carr's numbers versus Matthew Stafford's numbers, Matthew Stafford, 33-20 on the yards with 21 touchdown. Derek Carr, just under 3,100 yards, but 16 touchdowns against seven interception so he's several in there's uh, pick tds off and the issue is we you it's got to be a car stafford thing because that's what it basically going to come down to i would rather be a kamara versus you know whatever situation but the, it, obviously they're not going to put the game in elvin kamara's hands they're going to make car beat him and that's something that i just really don't feel comfortable with with car doing it but whatever that's just what these people are going to do they're going to march Carr out there and make and say, Carr, you're going to have to make the throws. You got to make the plays and you got to guide us to victory. I would rather put the ball in Elvin Kamara's hands and see what he can do. But then again, I also would need them to kind of use the fullback. I'm also going to need them to turn around and use some goddamn offensive linemen, add pinning in there to extra block, do something, mix it up. You know what I'm saying? Mix it around, turn it around. But anyway, he's the victory. The Saints can't turn the ball over and they got to get turnovers. And when they do get turnovers, the offense have to convert the turnovers into points, not field goals. Touchdowns, not field goals. That's the, the key to it. Uh, starting the game off, you know, creating, a, um, setting the tone in the game, making sure when the game, when you're firing out the gates, 
making sure you handle the business, making sure you do what you're supposed to do, making sure you don't turn the ball over, making sure you capitalize. And I know I'm saying a lot, but this is what they got to do. When you go into somebody else's building, you got to control all of that. And we know the Saints will fall starting in their own damn building. So I expect them to do that so far because they're not a disciplined team at times, especially offensively speaking. When you see them block on tape all together as an offensive unit, when they got to pull and block people and they miss guys and guys take bad aim, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. So hopefully something happens. It clicks with these guys where they understand, hey, we've been doing this all damn season. We know how to run block and they start doing it because if they don't handle their business in this one, Aaron Donald's going to eat these people for lunch. He's going to eat them from lunch. And I'm going to tell you what the Rams are going to do. They're going to they're going to try to move Aaron Donald over to Landon Young. So you have to watch out for that. Aaron Donald's going to be moved around on the line and he's going to be matched up over Landon Young, who's the right tackle who started last year because I mean, last week, because Ram is out this week again. So watch out for that mismatch. I ain't going to say mismatch, but Aaron Donald against Landon Young. Close your eyes on that one. Even if Landon, even if Aaron Donald's, they shifting them into the other side around Andrews Pete. I'm still closing my eyes with how Andrews Pete and, and her's been blocking over there. So in the end, Carr's going to have to get this ball out of his hands. He's going to have to be decisive, and he's going to have to take opportunities to look downfield and take shots. You can't check it down every other play. He's going to have to take his time, and as, as much time as he can, can cycle through his progressions and make a correct throw. Don't be looking to check it down all the time because the Rams are going to be giving him the space to do that because they know he's lazy with his eyes. They know that he doesn't want to take the time to look upfield and find people that's streaking up the field. And, more, and sometimes you can put the tape on and see that they have a safety plan center field, another safety in the, you know, the, the opposition using the safety around the box. And then they got a, the other safety playing center field. And you got one-on-one matchups between the wide receivers outside that car never sees. He too busy looking left and never sees the guy to the right. So we're going to need to have, and I know I'm asking this dude to do this and he's been doing this his entire damn career. So what's one game? The last game he did good. He was staring down guys that were wide open. Would that happen in this game? Hopefully it does. But we need you to span the entire field and make a correct decision and don't check it down as much because the Rams are going to give you, they're going to bait you with that. They're going to play off the guy and let you think that he's open to throw to him so they didn't run up there and get him. That's what all the defenses have been doing. So, I mean, hopefully he has a better outing and spanning the field and just getting the damn ball down the field, making the correct throw. You know, and at least putting the ball in the vicinity where the wide receivers are. Give them a chance is what I'm saying. Don't hang them out to dry because these guys are going to be looking for that. And, of course, whatever you do, don't hold on to the ball. Please don't hold on to the ball. Be decisive. Get rid of the ball. And if you don't see something that you like and the pressure's coming, just throw the damn ball away. Do not turn the ball over. And I'm talking about Derek Carr. Saints offensive line has to run block better. They're going to have to. Because Aaron Donald is is Aaron Donald, but they also have some pretty decent interior defense. Anytime you run in the type of defense that they're running up front, you know that those three guys up front are going to be pretty difficult to block so that the other linebackers roam around to make plays. So it's just what it is. And then from a defensive standpoint, the Saints have to get after Matt Stafford. They can't let Matthew Stafford stand back there and make a picnic. They can't let, you know, have him to have political speeches back there enough time to, to, to pass the, the collection plate. They're going to have to get back there and they're going to have to 
tackle him. They're going to have to ruffle his feathers. They're going to have to knock him down. You can't have Matthew Stafford standing back there making speeches. <laughs> You're going to have to get to him and get him on the ground. So hopefully we can produce some of the same intensity and the energy that we had in the Giants matchup in the Rams matchup. The energy, you got to bring the energy is on a short week. The Saints going to have to bring the energy to go up there to SoFi Stadium and beat these damn people, man. That's what it comes down to. So, and a big part of that is they're going to have to stop the running attack like they did last week with Saquon Barkley. They're going to have to stop the running attack. I know it's going to be difficult, but you're going to have to do that. And then get to Stafford, wrangle them, bring them down, knock them down. And, you know, whatever you do, don't, you know, let them get in. Once you, if you don't do that and you let Matt Stafford get in a rhythm with those wide receivers, it's going to be a long day. And I don't want to see a Matthew Stafford shooting it out with no Derek Carr, man. I don't want to see that. All right, so anyway, anyway, that's my call on it, fam. It's a short week. It's going to be a very difficult game uh, between the Saints and the Rams to make this happen. What's my final call? Do the Saints get the win? I don't know, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Saints on a two-game winning streak. I don't know if they get this win against the Rams on a short week. And listen, this is the now, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, and history it has its way of repeating itself, and maybe they can break the trend. But this is the second, that the, actually the third two-game winning streak that the Saints have had, and the previous ones ended with losing streaks. Can they stop this from happening? Can the defense, which version of the Saints team do we get in this game? The last two games were against sub-teams. I ain't going to no disrespect to the Giants. The Giants was a team playing with an undrafted quarterback who was lightning in the bottle. The Saints smacked them down. Can't take nothing away from that. The Carolina game, that was the worst team in the NFL. Uh, NFL. They couldn't make a completion, and when they did, the guy was dropping the ball. So it was kind of working for the Saints. So outside of that, I don't, I, I, I really don't know if they get this victory. That's the whole bottom line. Now, they can beat the Rams. They can. But at the same time, which version do we get? We can't have Carr dueling it out with Matt Stafford, man. We can't have that. We get Rashid Shaheed. I mean, Chris Olavi back. Rashid Shaheed's there. But it's like, man, I just, I just don't know, man. I don't know. I want them to beat the Rams. I just don't know if they'll have enough because we see so much ineffective football from the Saints. And we see three or four good drives out of, what, eight or nine good drives? And most of the times they be stanking it up. They three and out in here and there. It's just, I don't know, man. Short week going up there to SoFi Stadium. Rams looking good. They get some more weapons back. I just can't call this one, man. I can't call it, fam. I'm going to leave it to y'all on that one, man. I usually make the call on them, but I can't call this one, man. I can't call it. But then again, I'm just, maybe I can. I I just don't have faith that the Saints will get this victory. I'm sorry. I don't, man. They need this game. They need to win out. They need to win out. They need to win at Slipper Q. They can lose this one and then beat the Titans. Listen, bro, we don't want back into this thing. The whole thing is the Saints have lost games they were supposed to win all season long. It ain't no more time to be losing no games or thinking about losing no games. Like, for instance, let me show y'all. Let me put the playoff picture on the screen so you guys can see it. As you look at the playoff picture, in the NFC, Niners, Cowboys, Eagles. We haven't played those teams. But the in the hunt teams, we played the in the hunt teams. The, look who number three is in the in the hunt. It's the Lions. The Lions beat you. And the number four team, the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers beat you. Number 16, the Vikings beat you. And now you got the Rams staring you know, face in, in the face in, in the week eight. You know, in, in this week, in this, in, in the short week in this matchup. So 
like I said, it's it would have come down to, and that's what you're saying, sitting at nine right here on the bubble teams behind Seattle. So if they could beat the Rams, it's just I have a I'm gonna have I have an issue de- determining which Saint team shows up against the Rams. Is it, it which team is gonna show up, man? And that's 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 a mess because you don't know who you don't know who 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 gonna show up. This team is like Jekyll and Hyde, man. You know, you can they beat two teams there, but this team is a lot better than those teams. Could they match the intensity? Could they make the plays offensive? I'm not too much worried about the defense. I think the defense is all right. But the offense, in, in particularly Carr, in particularly the Saints offensive line, can they help Elvin run the ball effectively? Could they buy Carr time? Can Carr make the correct throws? Can Carr not throw interceptions? Can Carr keep you know the turnovers down? Can the Saints do uh, more than enough to beat the Rams? You know, and that's the problem that I have because if the Saints' offense are going three and out against the Rams' defense, when Aaron Donald chasing them down, and they put Matthew Stafford and that offense out there, uh, after going out three and one, you serving your defense up for the slaughter. That's the bottom line. You can't be three and out and, and giving the ball back to the Rams. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. And you're making a deep defense a few stops here or there, but they're going to have to score with this team, man. And that's what I'm saying. You can't be three and out and with Matthew Stafford and giving him extra opportunities to, 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 to torch and cook your defense, bro. So I don't, that's what I'm saying, man. I don't know. I don't know what, how it's going to go, bro. I, I'm just going to, I think it's an incredibly difficult pick in my opinion, man, but we'll see. 